Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to the Super Office podcast. Also, this episode in English. My name is Hans Christian Gronslet. I'm a director of digital customer experience in Super Office, and I'm your host for uh, uh, for tonight. Uh, my guest today is um, from Germany. His name is uh, Mike Smolen, and he's marketing director in our German subsidiary. Normally, I invite my guests, but uh, this time um, we actually uh, thought about um, having a discussion where uh, the topic is uh, going to be covered by some of my experience from um, being the program manager of our own net promoter system. So uh, we're switching around the roles a little bit. But uh, the reason behind it is that Mike uh, came to the uh, or was hired in SuperOffice uh, uh, eight or ten months ago, and uh, he was really fascinated with uh, how we started out the Net Promoter uh, program in SuperOffice, and really wanted to catch up and understand how it works and uh, how we uh, work with this on all levels in the organization. So uh, then we discuss why not uh, record a podcast episode of it. So this is uh, the first discussion on uh, how we do it ourselves. So uh, stay tuned and uh, hope you really like it. And if you want more of this um, topic or other topics, you can send uh, me an email at uh, hc at superoffice.com. So let's uh, listen to uh, my uh, conversation with Mike. Okay, so we are ready in the studio. So together with me today, I have, uh, I must say, a foreigner, because, you know, I'm sitting in Oslo and my guest is sitting in uh, Germany. And uh, we also do an English uh, session today in the podcast. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce our uh, marketing uh, boss in Germany, Mike Smolen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Hans Christian. Have you been on a podcast before? I have to admit it's my first time. And I'm happy to be uh, in my first podcast with you, Hans Christian. Yeah, that's good. You know, uh, in this podcast, we've had uh, many guests. And uh, I've had people from uh, Holland. Um, and I've had people from Denmark. And I've had people from Norway. So now we're moving on to the German market. And you asked me, uh, Mike, uh, should we do this in German? And I said, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a very short one because I could say, Guten Tag, wie geht's? <laughs> gut, wie geht's dir? <laughs> Sehr gut. <laughs> uh, and then I think we should you know, go over to the, the topic of today. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, before we start, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you came to work uh, in uh, SuperOffice? Yeah, um, before my time at SuperOffice, uh, which starts in February 2020, so I'm a pretty young member of the SuperOffice uh, Super family, um, I was responsible for marketing uh, in a, a company for um, financial and software solutions in the health market here in Germany. Um, so, and I thought after 14 years of that experience, uh, building up a marketing 
um, it would be a nice uh, thing to uh, to change some, something in my life. So I was looking for something new. And so I found uh, SuperOffice and I'm really, really happy to belong to that family right now. Great. Uh, and since you mentioned part of the topic, the Net Promoter score or the Net Promoter system, like surveys or measuring uh, customer loyalty, do you have any experience from uh, from you know surveys from before as as a marketing uh, person? Yes, of course, but not in a in this specific way. I'm a, a big fan. Since I know you, I'm a big fan of uh, NPS, Net Promoter Score, um, and the culture around it. And before what we did, um, <clears throat> like uh, we were participating at a kind of uh, awards, um, like we have here Deutschland's Kunden Champion. Uh, so it's an award uh, for for companies who uh, made great effort in uh, this uh, this sector, um, and of course we made a, a standard survey, uh, but it's not a process, and that's the good thing at NP with NPS. It's it's a loop. It's a process. You you stay in there, and the customers stay in there. So you are uh, you stick to your company uh, to your customers' feelings and customers' uh, response. Um, all the time, and it's not once a year or twice uh, or every two or three years. So this is what I love uh, with the NPS culture and NPS score. Mm, great. So, so normally in these episodes, uh, I'm asking all the questions, but but you you we've talked a little bit about for uh, or a little bit about uh, this topic before this uh, session actually, and uh, I understand you're ho hosting a, a webinar uh, later on this uh, fall in Germany. And tell us about the, some of the topics there, because yeah. I think that was the gateway to this uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, one event uh, of those I'm, I'm having next week uh, here in, uh, in Germany, in Dortmund, uh, we have the Digital Week here. Uh, and one part of this event, event is, uh, uh, or the topic is, is, it's all about empathy. And that empathy is a base for all activities and all relationships we have with our customers or prospects, um, new leads. Um, so um, empathy, empathy starts from the beginning of the customer journey. And uh, if, uh, if a company doesn't have this empathy culture, um, there won't be, uh, that won't be a good, good base for, uh, there is no base for automation, for digitalization, and later on, of course, for machine learning or artificial intelligence. So if, I, if a company doesn't have this uh, empathy culture, um, there's no chance to, to go further and bring customers in the, to the next steps. And uh, yeah, NPS is one part of this, uh, of this webinar, uh, of this event, uh, because NPS is a tool or is, a, is, is something you can measure empathy in your company, how are your uh, your employer employees uh, handle uh, empathy, and can they act empathy? Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's that's interesting, and as you say, that's uh, part of the topic. So why don't we start with with discussing a little bit about the MPS and how we do this in uh, in SuperOffice? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you and I discussed, you know, NPS, uh, what does it stand for? It's Net Promoter System. Uh, some misinterpret it to be very much focused on Net Promoter Score, you know, the number. 
And I think that's uh, possibly the the worst way of, of working with NPS because actually it's not about the score at all. Um, it's uh, and that's the way we look at it as well because if you if you put a system in place, uh, processes behind it, and do this on a regular basis, then you will be able to use this uh, system to improve the business. Yeah. And in essence, what we want to achieve is is to improve the customer loyalty over time, so that we can uh, work with the, and develop the customers uh, that are important for us uh, in the long run. Yeah, yeah, and this this is something which is pretty good. So it's as you said, it's a system, it's a process, it's a living culture, uh, and not what you do uh, once once a year or or every uh, two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what what we have to think about is um, in it's most of the time in bigger companies. Uh, one department says, "Oh, it's not our responsibility; it's the responsibility of service or of sales." And what about our responsibility in marketing? Uh, so th the nice thing with NPS and the system is that everybody is responsible from top top to down. That, uh, that's right. So if you want to, that was very important when we implemented our net promoter system is that number one, you need a sort of a top down buy in the management buy in. Uh, but really, you need to empower the front line mm -hmm. so that the people talking to the customers need to, to get that feedback, and they need to act on that feedback. So there is actually um, Uh, it's involving the, the whole organization from top to bottom uh, and the grassroots, uh, but also it, it goes across the, the different departments and the different uh, silos, as many mm -hmm. would say. Um, and, and you don't want to have the blame game or, or the pointing game, but you really want to put a place in, uh, in there that works in a robust, a robust way. And it's not done in a, in a hand uh, or in a quick um, quick way mm. it takes time uh, to plan it and to execute it and develop it yeah. um, so uh, so that's uh, that's really key to it and and you know when you implement mps uh, i think many customers and, and i think we also um, experienced it people are a little bit afraid what's going to what's going to happen right uh, is it going to be bad is it going to be good Uh, and then you know you just have to to go with it and, and and get a baseline so that you know where you are because if you have a baseline then you can sort of improve from uh, from there. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the system part is uh, is the most important and getting the front line to also <laughs> um, work in that way that that is building a culture. You know. Superoffice has a strong culture in many ways. We have a sales culture. You know, we want to be on that podium. We want to win deals mm -hmm. and we want to win bigger deals and stuff like that. But when it comes to the front line dealing with the customer, they're also wanting to have that high score. But it's really, if, if you start asking for a score, then you're sort of missing the point here because you really understand. You have to, and you mentioned the word, you have to listen to the customer. Yeah, that's true. And Yeah, what's interesting with that is uh, in a lot of companies, I mean, right now in uh, this uh, pandemic uh, situation, um, you have to win new customers and you, you have to keep uh, the, the current customers. So 
in this situation right now, of course, we lose here and there uh, uh, some customers, uh, of course, uh, of the situation. And it's, uh, uh, it's not easy to win new, uh, custom uh, new customers. So uh, the system uh, somehow is, um, is preventing churn preventing churn and keep them in the loop and uh, yeah, keep them happy. Mm. And uh, yeah. 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 And I think, you know, if you, if you put a system in place, what we did, uh, we did some planning in the beginning, of course, and some customers, some companies that implement NPS, they think about, okay, let's once a year or every half year, send out a short survey to all the customers. I mean, some add a lot of questions on there and it becomes too too tedious for customers to respond. But if you can go down to sort of the one uh, or the two questions uh, on, the level, on the scale from zero to 10, what is the probability that you will recommend your company to friends or colleagues? Mm. And then maybe you add the why question. Mm-hmm. Why do you why do you score this? Because that, that gives the verbatims that you can analyze and, and, and get more insights into. But what we did, and I think it's important to emphasize, is that we wanted to spread this out on a daily basis, right? So you have, uh, if you have so many customers, you, you split it up autom- and automate it so that every mm-hmm. day we send out surveys because that's the way you can handle the response. Because I think that's a, that's a trap companies can go into. You send out the survey and you don't respond to it. Mm-hmm. What would you feel if you if somebody asks you? I'm sure you've had these surveys uh, on your phone or whatever, and you you say something and do you hear anything back from the company. <laughs> and most of the time, uh, they are not calling me. Uh, they send me an email and uh, hope uh, that I that I will answer. Of course, um, yeah. But these are, as you said, standardized uh, questions. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think as a company, you need to be prepared to answer when customers give you feedback. Yeah. Otherwise, so, so I would say that's a bit impolite if you don't do it. And why do you want to ask a question about getting feedback if, you, if you're not prepared to act on it, mm. right? Mm. So that is a key. And when we started, we wanted to act on the detractors. We want to be really prompt on those because you ask, maybe this can reduce churn or customers leaving us. Of course, that's important. But then we, uh, in the phase two, then we thought, what about the promoters? I mean, if you're super happy with a supplier and you say, I love your product and this and that is good and maybe you could do this better, and then you hear nothing, you know, they're never going to answer that survey again. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why we now, after the summer, have gone into a new phase that we are actually closing the loop, as we call it, calling all customers and thanking for, uh, for their feedback and trying to, elaborate and listen you know Uh, and that is a challenge when people are out of time you know you have to think about this as a cultural thing this is what i do and now i get feedback that that can help me learn to do the job better yeah but uh, we were talking about about it already we have here in germany uh we try to implement uh, the marketing um nps process that we keep uh, the promoters here uh, in the communi- in the communication. We know in our markets, and I think it's in, a, in a different countries and markets the same. It's all about recommendation, and uh, people listen to other people in their businesses. And uh, of course, we have a marketing and sales communication. But if a colleague of mine tells me go to super office, go somewhere else, 
I listen to it. And um, we want to make sure that our promoters um, stay there and uh, and tell tell other people that they uh, that they are happy with SuperOffice. Um, so we have the marketing process and uh, get get quotes uh, from them, and we are communicating those uh, quotes. And if we don't get a quote, we have a, like a nine or a ten in the in the score. Um, um, we we ask for it, so we are talking about it. It's not about the email, as I said. Most of the time, from other companies, I only get the email, and that's it, and I don't get any response. Um, what about my my uh, my score now? <clears throat> um, so what we what we uh, introduced is that we are talking to the people and talking to our customers and ask why uh, why is it a ten why is it a nine maybe why is it a four uh, of course to get better sometimes it's uh, it's about uh, the product that we get feedback to to our products and maybe bugs so we can uh, do better um, and then they get a feedback as well uh, in our uh, in our community and uh, yeah, as well for the nine and ten, then we get quotes and tell other people that they are happy. Mm. Yeah, and I think uh, you know if you are a nine or a ten or a promoter and and you are called up because you should never take anyone for granted. Mm. And I think uh, it's easy to take people for granted if they don't complain or if they don't, you know, they're always there. But you know, I think everybody and it's fun for the salespeople also to talk to these people. Right, uh, because they are uh, promoters for a reason, and then maybe they, like you say, if you ask them, who do you know in your network that might benefit from uh, having your product? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so connecting and and improving, increasing uh, the network uh, could be really nice as well. And of course, it's important that you don't over survey your customers. That's why we do it every six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think like acting on these uh, people is then then they will answer the next time you you ask as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So yeah, with NPS, what would you say? Um, what 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 is important? Um, of course, to have the the, the promoters, the, the the biggest amount of promoters, of course. Um, but what what happens? I mean, if if companies now starting. Um, with maybe the NPS system in their company, and they see, oh, we have a lot of detractors. Um, so, what do you think? What 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 would you rec- recommend? What uh, they should do? Well, uh, that's an interesting uh, interesting question, and I think you know there are many factors because if you look at detractors, uh, it's not as easy as saying then they're unhappy, right? Mm-hmm. Because the NPS is really uh, and, and, you know, we do the relationship MPS. We're not doing a transaction-based MPS because we think that we want to measure the, the relationship uh, with what we call the, the or the right people with the customers. And then you might, if it's a large customer, you might get a three from somebody, but but the rest haven't answered, right? Mm-hmm. So So instead of saying that this customer now has a reason to churn or is a risk, it's sort of in a risk zone, but by reaching out to this detractor and really trying to show some uh, interest in the reason behind their score. I think that's really uh, important because what we feel and see when when I talk to our salespeople, 
Um, sometimes they call back and, and the customer actually says, well, I'm quite happy actually, but there was just something that didn't work or I have a, a case that I haven't resolved or, you know, for many reasons. Mm. But just So so it's not going to change the score, but there's going to, we reached out to them and we listened. And we can also use that opportunity to, to, to discuss other things like, okay, how are you using it? Are you part of a team? How is your team using it? And try to get to know the customer from that user's or person's perspective. And you know, it doesn't have to take a long time, but it, it is a way of just reaching out to somebody who has had a feedback, right? Mm. And and if they have a feedback, it, it's sort of a it's not a, a reach out for help, but you know, they deserve to get uh, contacted back. Mm. And nobody's going to be irritated uh, because you reach out to try to help and understand even more. And what we see, you mentioned that some of them are issues related to product and stuff, but very often we see that it's a it's a, a lack of maybe understanding. Maybe this person never got a training. Maybe uh, the person who normally trains internal staff uh, quit and moved to somebody else, and then they're left alone. Maybe they don't know about the new feature. So it's all about really communication and and opening up for okay, how can we help you on on onward and that's where mps is a good opportunity uh tool right because you're looking for that but you need to have that mindset when you talk to the customer and understand if they want to talk or not want to talk mm -hmm. if they want to talk later then, then it's fine or if they don't have anything to say but they will remember that you contacted them mm -hmm. um, so uh, so that's why if you have a lot of detractors uh, some say that you know get that feedback before they quit Mm. You know, don't be afraid of getting bad feedback because the bad feedback, you don't want it on the social media. You want it direct face to face. Mm. And then some companies say, well, we, we want to spare our frontline employees. Right. And, and just imagine if, if you, uh, if I have bad feedback and I don't want to give it to you, right. That's pretty bad. If I say, well, uh, Mike, uh, I have some bad feedback, but I want to give it to your boss. Mm. Right. How would you take? You can't do anything if you can't direct it. So I think that our frontline employees they hear bad and good stuff all the time. But now we get it in a structured way so that we actually can act on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have to, you know, we have to train. We've done a lot of training how to deal with feedback because sometimes you might feel it's um, what is called uh, it's not fair because I cannot do anything with it. Mm. But, but you know i can i'm a representative for the company so if i get your feedback i can share it with my team for right instance. right and that's so so closing the loop uh, it's called when the front line calls back and tries to solve the problem and very often they can solve it of course there are issues they cannot solve then i think you should show the empathy mm. i understand that you have this issue unfortunately I cannot do anything with it, but I can bring your thoughts onto my team and bring it on further. Mm -hmm. And that's where the second level, the what we call the outer loop, you know, where other people, other teams, the product development, we aggregate, put it in buckets, and then we can see, okay, these are the things that we need to focus and improve. Mm -hmm. So there are two levels to this. Yeah, right. Yeah, you really need to, to show the empathy and and, uh, and and sometimes they, you know they're in a bad mood and they just had to put that score down because they had nowhere else to to put it. And then if you listen, uh, 
and let them just uh, vent it out, then I think uh, you have a friend uh, for life rather than an enemy that is really yeah, right. uh, annoyed. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. You were talking about employees um, and how they are dealing with uh, with customers. Um, is there a way to use NPS uh, as a tool for preventing uh, um, detractors? Um, so, of course, we know our product, we know our strengths, we know our weaknesses. Um, and uh, somehow in the sales process, I think our sales teams know, oh, there's a customer, I would like to win him, of course. Um, uh, that's It's their DNA to win uh, new customers. But... Yeah, when I when I have a look at that that the NPS, it could it could be um, a, a tool to prevent detractors. When I see before, oh, this could be someone uh, the super office maybe doesn't fit to him very well. Yeah, that's an interesting topic because you know uh, when we measure NPS, we we always add data points uh, or properties or something so that you can aggregate data and you can analyze data so you can see that okay which uh, uh, vertical or specific industry are we uh, experiencing a higher mps and uh, which industry are we experiencing the lower mps is it size of companies is it regions whatever you know it can be different things but it's not it doesn't have to be the fact but it gives sure. you some points and directions yeah. and i think that everyone involved in sales i think they You know, they try to close a deal that, you know, in the end, you, you think that, oh, this is not a good fit. And I think that um, uh, we experience in SuperOffice as well that over time, there are some customers that you, you want and you feel that you can help. But I think it's important to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and I think a good salesperson is a person that is honest as well, because the worst thing you can do is to oversell. And, and have these expectations and then you hand it over internally and, you know, your consulting department cannot deliver on it or it's a different uh, way of doing it. Because if you if you sell something, you will definitely have a bad experience later and that will reflect in the MPS. And then you start from a lower point and you have to work yourself up, maybe providing free services or, uh, you know, uh, it can be damaged. Uh, but it's like, uh, so using MPS as a, a sell uh, by MPS. <laughs> Or, um, because you, you think about it, uh, this is going to be a good, and you need to talk about MPS to a prospect as well, because having a system in place in your company is something that uh, makes you unique when you deliver a product or service, and it gives you trust so that they can actually uh, give feedback on a regular, um, regular schedule And that we as a company try to help you with the issues that you have. And as a company, we try to improve our products and services on a higher level mm -hmm. so that we we keep customers longer and attract the right customers. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it. And you mentioned it for promoters. If you if you have a lot of promoters and try and, and manage to use them because it's not not it's fun to have a promoter. But deal, talk to them and use them and have uh, reference stories or put them on a podcast or uh, have them to review you on the Captera or G2 mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, because if you give them a good attention, I'm not talking about money, I'm talking about give them attention, then they will remember it the next time and, and become sort of a friend uh, with the customers. Because it's like 
very often in sales, we have this game going on. You want to buy, I want to sell, and we don't want to talk to each other, right? We want to keep. And that might be good for some reasons, uh, but in the end, to your customers, you need to be a partner, right? You're not a supplier and they're not a customer. Mm. You are a partner and you're in this together, right? Mm. So, so that's why the NPS can be a tool to sort of get that uh, running. Yeah. And I mean, it shows as well. I mean, we are a company uh, who has, uh, which has uh, um, relationships uh, in focus. Relation relationships matter. And I think this is a, a tool to live these relationships and uh, the empathy. Yeah. Uh, you have to also understand that, you know, uh, response rates. Mm -hmm. Response race matters, uh, and, and when you have a program like we have a program, let's say you can have 20, between 15 and 25% response rate, you still have like 80, 85% of your customer base that you don't know the NPS score, right? Mm -hmm. So so you have to talk, that's why this is, NPS is not a sprint, it's a, it's a long-term, uh, it's a marathon, right? So that's also your frontline people, your salespeople, you have to always talk about the program. Mm, and get right. motivate people to 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 respond. This is their chance to sort of pitch in on what they want their relationship to be on the high level going forward. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> A lot of topics. Like, <laughs> well, you mentioned to me, you know, you're in marketing, and then and you and you touched upon this. Uh, you want to you want to have the right customer and stuff. You know. Something is called, everybody's talking about customer journeys, right? Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, from, from you target the customer, that's uh, where you, you, you said it. You want the right customer, the right target group. And then throughout the customer journey, you really want to measure it because you want to develop the customer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so the MPS is good because we never measure MPS for prospects, right? You could have service in place there as well so that you can measure lost prospects. Now, why did we lose? Yeah, why did we lose and what can we do to improve? Uh, and then you could have touch point and analysis when they uh, are onboarded. You can have stuff like that. So so in a customer or, or companies uh, can add more touch points uh, in their customer journey and measure um, MPS, but but my recommendation is that you you know you start with one thing and you we have a lot to do on the thing that we do the relationship surveys every six months um, and and move from there. Yeah, yeah. So any other uh, so uh, yeah that that's a little bit about uh, MPS, uh, Mike. Thank you very much. <laughs> how, how are you guys it. doing in? Yeah, how are you guys doing in the, the German uh, market? I'm not talking about the score; that's improving. Mm -hmm. But how does it? How how do you feel that uh, your team is using this and talking about it? And uh, is it helping uh, the team in Germany? Uh, NPS, you mean NPS right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's helping. I mean, we have a the standard process. Um, it's it's uh, it's an ongoing process we have, but I think, as I said and mentioned, we have the marketing NPS process here in Germany, so we want to do more. I know from the Dutch, uh, they knew that they do it as well, um, so we can learn from each other and uh, what our their experience, our experiences, 
Um, and I think we, we should do more with it. And we have a lot of channels to uh, communicate those uh, good stories and involve our customers in our communication and in our relations. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm keen on learning more about uh, dealing those um, detractors because this is a hard work, I think. How can we bring them in a better customer experience? Um, what chances do we have? Uh, on that and bring them into the higher score, like the passives or uh, the promoters as well. So this would be good if we if we have uh, like like activities, events, uh, somehow to involve those uh, detractors and ask what are their um, challenges with SuperOffice maybe. <clears throat> and um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and that's you know the the part of the closing the loop in the in the front line. But I think that could be a, a good topic for a, a later episode because you know I hope you come back to the studio <laughs> yeah. and, uh, discuss more about this. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like me yeah. to to join every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, that's cool. So um, that, I guess that uh, wraps up uh, the stuff that we had on uh, the agenda. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, good luck with your uh, webinar. Thank you, Anspisian. Next week, and you know, uh, hopefully, we'll get some more potential customers uh, interested in the platform. And uh, yeah, I'm working. See how that goes. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot, then. Thank you very much. See you. Bye. Bye bye. That's today's episode. I hope you liked the conversation. It covered uh, quite a few topics. Uh, We discussed a little bit about what's the difference between a net promoter score and actually implementing a net promoter system, the system that enables companies to change the way they work, improve the way they work, and learn from getting feedback from customers. Uh, we talked about uh, how uh, the customer journey can uh, or works or how you can use the MPS to sort of uh, get hold of the right customers, uh, focus on the right target groups and how you can uh, make sure that you uh, work with the right customers and grow with the right customers. We also talked about the culture, how that is important and uh, Uh, Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, If you did, please like it and share it with your friends. And um, uh, you could uh, listen to this on many podcasts. You could rate it on uh, Apple Podcasts and you also have it on Spotify. So thanks again for listening and see you soon.